Hey everybody, welcome to the Digest Productions podcast. I'm your host, Josh or Jay Moskers, episode number 140. We're closing in on three years, getting there, we're getting there. Uh, special guest this week, Ashley, host of the Ham Radio podcast, specializing in Stranger Things. How are you? Hey, Josh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you uh, for having me. Why don't you me? tell people a little bit about yourself, your show, what you got going on over there? Uh, yeah, so um, I'll be 25 in November. Uh, you know, I have a full-time job, day job. My night job is the podcast. Um, I have a cat nice. named Clarence. He's super awesome. <laughs> Love Stranger Things as well. Uh, I live in Georgia, and uh, I live like about an hour or so out from a few of the uh, set locations, like the uh, downtown Hawkins and the school. So nice. I can I can go visit those places anytime I want. I just I never have. So that will change before this show ends. I promise you. <laughs> um, do you know how Do you know how far away you are from like uh, Walking Dead sets? Because I know they film a lot of that down in Georgia as well. They do a ton of like film. Yeah, um, I think uh, most of theirs is like up in the Atlanta area. So like, mm. I mean, I can like do all that in a day trip. Like if I wanted to, cause I'm like nice. kind of in the middle of the state. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I, wasn't sure, cause I think I saw like Norman Reedus, uh, has like a bar or pub or something. He opened up near like one of the towns where they filmed it and stuff like that. Oh, which really? helps bring in uh, more people as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's great when, uh, you know, shows like that film on locations, uh, in mm-hmm. actual places like that. Uh, you know, it's just good for the the town and stuff. Like um, yeah. one of the Stranger Things locations, Benny's Burgers, is an actual restaurant. And the owner has talked a lot about, you know, if the show came out, you know, they got they get a lot of business because, you know, it was on Stranger Things. And so I just think it's great for yeah. those small businesses to get that kind of exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Like I said, like it's... They do. I know they film a ton of stuff uh, in Georgia because they're mm-hmm. they have very few restrictions on like filming locations, things like that. I guess. Yeah. It's just easier to film things there, and uh, yeah, it seems like there's a lot of cool places you can go and visit that are from TV shows and things like that. The only like film set, so to speak, that I've ever been to is uh, from The Shining, the the hotel. Mm-hmm. We went. We went out there. It's in Estes Park uh colorado and i stopped uh, uh out there once with my dad when we we're on vacation that was pretty neat it's the stanley cool. hotel <laughs> it's pretty neat there it was uh we didn't get to go in or anything it was under construction when we were there but mm-hmm. we got to got to look around on the outside a little bit as close as we could get i was like that's cool it's a hotel <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes if you if you do that it, it takes away a little bit of the magic because yeah. you realize like they touch it up for the film, you know, they make it a little bit creepier, things like that. When we're there, yeah. it's like, oh, it's actually a rather nice place. Okay. Totally. This is not as horrifying at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh-huh. that's, um, those are the biggest <laughs> things uh, about me. Uh, what else did uh, you say you asked me uh, about podcast? Um, yeah. You can tell people yeah. about your show, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, it's a Stranger Things podcast. We um, we mostly do like like analytical sort of things that will take you know little the little things of the show and talk about them. Uh, right now, we are recapping some of the episode episodes from season four, um, mm-hmm. but we're not really a recap uh, podcast because it takes a long time, and I don't have as much time to devote to that specifically um but yeah we've been going uh over a year now because we started in uh june of 2021 and uh experienced like uh, exponential amount of growth and uh yeah just taking it all in really appreciate all our listeners uh who choose to uh listen to our show and and for me it's all about quality i want to put out quality episodes mm-hmm. 
not just talking for the sake of talking. So yeah, yeah. that's that's why we do it. We've we've had episodes like that too where it's like we're in the middle of a conversation, but you can tell that the flow is slowly, you know, it's it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, we need to wrap it up now before we're just <laughs> sitting here talking just to drag it out. It's like, we'll, we'll cut it off. Um, but we we do make it a point. Like, I've made it a point to not miss a single week of releasing, uh-huh. even with, like, health issues between uh, co-hosts or, or guests or things like that. But I'm happy with it. Like I said, we have episode 140. We're, what, basically four months away from three years. So that'd be cool. Looking awesome. forward to it. That's always, I know for episode 100, we weren't really sure what to do. Uh, like uh, episode 150, I have no idea what we're going to do for that. Uh, it Like landmark or like anniversary related episodes, I have no idea ever what to do with those. I'm like, I want to make sure these are like somewhat more exciting than normal episodes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, oh man, now I'm going to have to live up to this hype. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like okay. this year. Uh, for our one year, um, I was able to get uh, a pretty pretty good um, large size, well, you know, pretty good, well-known uh, Stranger Things podcast called uh, Scoops Ahoy uh, to come onto the show nice. for a little bit. So that was that mm-hmm. was really cool. I don't know how how I'm going to top next year's the two year anniversary, but you know, I got time. Think of something. You got to reach out to the cast members and just ask them if they want to come on the show. Yes, I should do that. Like whatever it takes. What the worst thing that can happen is they, they either don't respond or say no. <laughs> I'd yeah, rather yeah. them just say yeah, no, I, than just leave me hanging. Like it's okay. That's you can a, tell yeah, that's no, probably the worst thing. Respond. Respond. <laughs> and then I can post it yeah. and like Sadie sink told me no, but that's okay because <laughs> I got a response from the Sadie sink. So I'm you good. just gotta you just gotta word it properly. Yeah, we we had a discussion and yeah. it didn't work out in the end for her to come on the show. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to say exactly what was said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did that with uh, a couple of people. It didn't work out. Like these are people way out of our realm of like influence. Like they're I didn't have any expectation of getting them on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, ah, they're relevant right now. Why not? And yeah. uh, I actually got I did get a response from one of them. And it was like the representative and they're like, this is not a, a program they're interested in being a part of. And I was like, that's fine. That's totally understandable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, that's okay. Yeah. So before we dive into Stranger Things, what uh, what else do you watch outside of outside of the main show we're going to be discussing? <laughs> well, I, I love TV and films in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I've been watching The Devil in Ohio on Netflix. It's pretty good. Um, Devil in Ohio. Um, Interesting. What is that? What is that about? I have no idea what that is. It's based on a book. It's about this family uh, in Ohio, and they're taking this this girl who ran away from her home, and she has like a pentagram, like carved in her back, and because the where she comes from uh, is into like. It's in a satanic cult. I haven't finished it yet, so but that's like oh, okay. the gist of it. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I I also love to just like rewatch like old uh, shows that I've seen like many times, like mm-hmm. One Tree Hill or Nashville or uh, the Goldbergs. Really love them because um, I like I like comedy. That's John too. Goodman, I think the Goldbergs. It's like the sitcom sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's basically that's not... what I'm doing now. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah, we we've been watching uh, House of the Dragon, oh. which has been pretty good. Uh, I'm a I'm a big uh, Game of Thrones fan. I like the show minus the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the books in the in the series. I've read most of the side books as well as that he's released including uh-huh. Fire and Blood, which is what House of the Dragon is based off of. So we're watching that. We're also watching uh, The Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings prequel mm-hmm. series on Amazon Prime. That has been uh, woefully disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> I've, um, I've heard a lot of that, which actually makes yeah. me want to kind of just go and watch a little bit of it just to see. Because yeah. I know like 
like the graphic CGI is like really good. Like I've. Yeah. Visually, yeah. it's a fantastic. It's very well done visually. Yeah. Um, like I, I like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the original movies. I'm not like a huge fan of Lord of the Rings, like the, the whole, like the mm-hmm. lore and everything like that. I'm just like a casual viewer. I enjoyed the original movies. I did not enjoy the Hobbit movies as much. I, they had some weird issues. Like they used very obvious, like GoPro footage at times, which really took me out of the movies. Um, so I didn't care for those as much. And then this came out and a lot of the big complaints are that it's not like sticking to the original, like lore. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I can understand why people might be upset by that, but as like a more casual viewer, I, I can, I'm like hit or miss on that. It doesn't matter as much, but like, the season is half over right now. We're four out of the eight episodes in mm-hmm. and like m- not much has happened. And if you're halfway through a season and like there's basically no plot developments, it's really sluggish. It's really feeling really bogged down and slow. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where we're at with that. And I just wish the pace would get picked up and some, some pieces will get moving. Cause it's like I said, you're halfway through. They've spent a billion dollars making this show and to be halfway through the season and, not really notice any of that budget for the most part is kind of surprising. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's like an average fantasy show. I wouldn't say it's as bad as a lot of people are saying it is. I think it's getting review bombed by people mm-hmm. who are huge. One, I think it's getting review bombed by people who are huge fans of the series and are mad that it's not sticking to the lore. I think yeah. it's also getting review bombed by people who just like to pile on and they think it's fun to review bomb stuff. But I don't know. I, as a casual viewer, it could be worse. I just wish it would pick up the pace a bit. Yeah, like I'm sure that because like I um, have watched the Lord of the Rings movies like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that because I'm not like, you know, consider myself like Lord of the Rings fans. I, I do like the movies, uh, but yeah. I would probably probably would enjoy this because I have nothing. I have no real attachments <laughs> to it, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Like I enjoyed the original movies and I, coming into this, I heard coming into this that people were like, oh, it's not sticking to the lore. I think they fired the person that was in charge of like being like the lore master of the show or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that seems kind of like a bad idea if you're trying to get fans of the series into it. But I was like, all right, whatever. I kind of approached it with an open mind as best I could. And But like I said, I just it really needs to pick up the pace because it's it's just spinning its wheels in the mud right now. <laughs> But we'll see if it, if it finishes strong, I guess I could recommend it to like casual viewers. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, like I said, it's a very well-produced show and it should be for a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. I think they, I think they have five times the budget of house of the dragon and house of the dragon is, is so much better as of right now, in my opinion, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Um, but yeah, moving on to, uh, to what we came to talk about, I suppose. Stranger Things. Did you, was this a show you started watching right at the beginning when it uh, first came out? No, it was no. not. Um, I do remember seeing some of the promos for it on Netflix. And mm-hmm. all I remember was seeing Eleven, you know, at that time, Girl with Shaved Head. And, you know, it was called yeah. Stranger Things. And, and what they were showing in the promos, I was like, seems a little weird. You know, it seemed, I thought it was going to be about like set in uh, like a mental institution uh, with mm-hmm. like, um, you know, schizophrenic children or something. I mean, I had no idea. And so, you know, I never watched the first season when it came out uh, in 2016. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until October of 2018 when I was like a sophomore in college uh, that I actually started watching Stranger Things uh, because me and some of my roommates in college were had a little Halloween party and uh, in the dorm and yeah. they wanted something to watch, you know, for Halloween. So they popped in season two and they're like, Ashley, I think you'll really love this. And started watching it. And I was like, this show, like, seems very familiar to me and it was i forgot which episode it's in but uh it's it showed a flashback of 11 when uh when she had you know in season one um with the shaved head and i was like oh i bet this is that show 
from like two years ago that I wrote off, uh, but it's really right. good. And so, uh, season three was like the first season I actually watched like in real time when, you know, a new season came out. So that's, uh, I'm, I guess you could say I'm kind of a rookie, <laughs> um, yeah. with the whole stranger thing experience. But, uh, I mean, I, I was immediately hooked, um, uh, when I started watching it. So, yeah, that's and also that's why season three is probably my favorite season because, you know, the kids are older and, you know, mm -hmm. when you're like a 21 year old watching a teen show, when you have yeah. its main characters, you know, dealing with stuff that are a little bit more mature, it's uh, mm -hmm. it was, you know, really gravitating for me. So that's why I like season three the best. Fair enough. I was going to ask you what your favorite season was. I, yeah. I think I'm in the minority where I like season one the best because I don't know. I, I've, oh, what was I going to say? I, I don't know. I feel like it's, I, I wish more, not more, that more was happening. I wish more uh, answers were arriving because I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of answers to like what's happening behind the scenes at times. Because yeah. you have like uh, uh, Vecna at one point, it shows like the mind flare, like, which I guess he's like made of like wind or something, if I remember correctly from the most recent season. I don't remember exactly how it's because it, I remember he's like arrives in the upside down and he runs into yeah, it. It's like gives him a storm power. cloud or something. Yeah, something. I, I don't know. Yeah, but like it. Yeah, and they showed it. At, was it season two or is it season two? Maybe one eleven like blocks the gateway as it's coming through mm -hmm. in the tunnel. I think it's season two. Because it's like pressing up against like the red wall of whatever the heck the upside down is made of, <laughs> the meat or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I wish. I feel like it's they, we've kind of moved on to Vecna, and it's like oh, the mind flayer still clearly exists though. You'd think. I don't know. I feel like stuff like that. I, I wish we had more answers to. Uh, I I could. One of the main issues I bring up is their uh, like terminology that they use. Like mm -hmm. when they, uh, season one, they came up with like the upside down. I was like, oh, it's a bit of a childish way to explain it. But, you know, they're kids, whatever. Then Will's having like visions and they call them now memories. And I, that kind of like confused me. I was like, what? I feel like uh -huh. kids would know what a vision is. The fact that they're calling it now memories is kind of weird. And I forget what the, there was one other one where they gave it like a strange, like weirdly childish name. And I can't remember what it was. I should have written it down. Uh, but like, yeah, some of the terminology they use is kind of strange, but I don't know. I, I really like season one. I feel like it was the most uh, like polished season, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, I understand why people like some of the later seasons because there's a lot more. It's like bigger in scale. It's a lot more going on. Um, yeah, I think I think one of the complaints some people have had necessarily is like there seems to be no threat to a lot of the main characters in it as well. Cause I think uh, Eddie's is the only main character that's died really other than uh uh i forget the the guy the character's name actually joyce's boyfriend that, uh, that dies at one point uh i don't remember his name yeah bob it's sean astin yeah <laughs> um but yeah i don't know it's i, I wish there was a i wish there was more of an existential threat because i feel like everyone's pretty safe even even at the end of season five here, um, you, you've got uh, like Max where they, they wouldn't kill her off, which is fine. I'm fine with characters living, but I wish, uh, you know, in her scenario, it's like, oh, is she going to die? Well, if they didn't kill her off now, I doubt they'd kill her off next season. If they're going to push it all the way to the edge and then not do it. That's just me, though. That's my, uh, he plays, yeah, Bob movie. There we go. Found that. I don't know. I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts on characters' survivability ratings in this show? <laughs> and not. Well, I try not to make my sole focus with this show about mm -hmm. whether or not characters are going to die or not, and if their deaths are justifiable or not, mm -hmm. because to me, like. I mean, this show is its characters, but yeah. 
you know, there's so many questions to central to the plot that have yet to be answered, you know, a lot of which coming mm-hmm. from this season. And I wish that people, you know, the, the fandom could focus more on, on that than yeah. worrying about is so-and-so going to die. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's it's kind of sad. Yeah, I don't want to make that, it seem like I'm I'm hoping every character gets killed yeah, off or anything. No, I just I wish understand. they there was a, more of a sense of threat. Like I, I feel like yeah, everyone's totally for understand. the most part safe. Like yeah. yeah, I totally understand. I think they they definitely need to up the ante in that department next season because it's the final season, and mm-hmm. you know, make it seem more of like this really is happening now, and. It yeah. really is a life or death situation, and which is mm-hmm. where I think the visions that Vecna gave Nancy in episode eight, season four, with her family, uh, I do not see a lot of Stranger Things fans online really talking about that. And I, I just go, okay, if you want to know if someone has the has a chance of dying in the show. Like Nancy all but said, like her mom, her brother, and her sister, you know, she had visions of them, we can assume, dead. Because even though we didn't see those visions on screen, everything else we did see that Vecna showed her came to pass. It happened. And so, and I know it's because, you know, Mike and, you know, the Wheelers aren't really the ones that that fans I wouldn't say are hoping would die, but they mm-hmm. want it to be like Will or, you know, Eleven or Steve, you know, something that, you know, adds, I guess, emotional value to it, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, we have to go with what kind of what we already know, if that makes sense. And maybe just not focus on any characters dying next season. Just focus on questions being answered. That's what I'm looking forward to because for sure, like you said at the beginning, there's still questions from season one. They haven't answered. And yeah, even like, uh, like will being like connected to Vecna and the mind and stuff like that. Like what's to come of that. And um, what else we have? We had that. Um, I guess they did see. Uh, she does find Barb in the swimming pool, right? I'm pretty sure when she, but before she runs into Vecna, so that not that that was really a loose end that we didn't know about, but um, that was a thing. Uh, what will happen between like Jonathan, Steve, and Nancy? Mm-hmm. That whole scenario—they're kind of in a love triangle. Um, what else do we have? Like Will and Mike, whatever's going to happen between them. Because mm-hmm. Will's kind of breaking down over that. And then I think you still kind of have to deal with like uh, how the town is dealing with uh, Hellfire and like their their perception of Eddie Munson and mm-hmm. just the Hellfire Club in general. Because I don't think that's over with. I don't, I don't think we had a resolution as to them being outraged and thinking they're like demonic. I yeah, can no, pick up I, even especially with the way the seasons played out and more people going missing and dying. Yeah, I mean, because you know, we saw it destroyed. at the very end of the season when that reporter is reporting it, you know, he's basically saying yeah. like they still think Eddie Munson is somehow involved with this quote unquote yeah. earthquake. So yeah, it's not uh that's not going away yeah. anytime soon, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it'll, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know, do we have, like, a release date for Season 5? I have no idea if they got any information about that at all. Uh, no. We, they, um, posted, they've posted twice on their Twitter, Stranger Things, like the writer's room did, uh, in, both in August, when they, uh, that writing 
has just started for season five, but we haven't oh, okay. It'll be gotten any more news. Um, uh, the the Netflix to Dumb event is this upcoming Saturday. Um, hmm. Fans, you know, think we're going to get something then, but I don't, I don't really know how much significant news we'll get. And then, of course, there's Stranger Things Day, which is November the 6th, which is the day that Will Byers went missing. So each year on November, November the 6th, they will post, uh, you know, something for the fans. Last year, they, yeah. they gave uh, one of the teaser trailers for season four and some other stuff. Um, over the last few years, they've been posting little bits and pieces like when they were filming season four. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think because they're still writing season five, I don't don't really know what we would get then other than they also like to release the, the title from the first episode of each season, usually on Stranger Things Day. So I'm kind of hoping sure. it'll be that. Uh, but I don't think season five will be here until like 2024. Um, it takes a long time to film the seasons of the show, uh, mostly mm-hmm. because of the CGI, uh, SFX effects and all that. And, you know, it's actors, you know, are all growing up. They're getting more projects and stuff. So, you know, actor availability, I think also, uh, is, uh, in that vein as well. So we're looking at a pretty good year and a half to two year hiatus mm-hmm. uh, here. I'm curious if they'll one if they'll do a like a time jump at some point in the, the final season. Um, I I would love it if they did that. Um, I don't know if they will. I don't know. Right now, I don't really see how they can, given how season four ended. But I have seen mm-hmm. it some theories i don't mean at the beginning yeah. like uh jumping forward like oh it, it we waited a year to yeah, deal no. with it like, I don't, like i'm curious if they're gonna do like a time jump at maybe midway through the season or even near the end yeah the um i've seen some theories online about the possibility of that happening like you know say episode you know episodes three four open up you know literally right mm-hmm. where we left off and then you give it a couple months and then Man. they come back and finish it up. Uh, I could see that being a possibility. Um, sort of like in uh, It. Uh, yeah. Time Trump in It, where they come back and finish it again. Yeah. I'm curious if they do that. And I'm curious as to how they're going to release the series. Kind of Netflix has been toying with the idea of doing like weekly, weekly releases as opposed to like uh, batches of their shows where you can just binge watch it. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see. I wonder if they'll do yeah. like a split season again, like they did with season four, where they put out the first however many episodes and then have like one or two uh, that they put out a little bit later. I hope so. Do you think that's better? Yeah, especially or... considering that it's the final season. Like, hmm. you know, that's all you're going to get. And if you binge watch it in like, you know, eight to 10 hours. You're not, there's not going to be a sixth season. So you got to, to me, you got to savor the flavor. Hmm. Interesting. You know, in my, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I feel like part of that is to keep people subscribed to Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they've been uh, on one hand. I, I mean, I get why they do it too. They, they don't want to just put everything out and uh, just have it be done and over with, you know, wash their hands clean of it. Um, but I, I do think there is some sort of a corporate strategy involved in there. Not that it's a bad thing. Yeah. I totally understand why they do that. But I mean, we usually, uh, we don't watch it in one sitting. We might watch like two episodes a night over mm-hmm. the course of like a week or two. Cause I mean, we just don't have the time to sit down and watch the whole thing in one, in one sitting, but I'm fine with however they decide to release it. But we'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I'll watch um, it regardless. Your, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, what? Uh, let's do some predictions here. What do you think Will's connection to like Vecna or the Mind Flayer is? What do you? Uh, what do you? Well, <laughs> do you have something that you hope is the case, 
And uh, I don't know if you, like what you hope happens and what you think are going to happen are different or not. You know, I think Will seems to be a very polarizing character amongst the Stranger Things fan base because you seem to have like one side is more of the rational side, which I consider myself to be a part of that side. Then I think you have the other that is like really believes he's more than what he really is. That makes sense. Mm. Uh, So he could be another 11 esque character, sort of like how she is in connection to Vecna and that sort of. Yeah. I think knowing what we know now about Vecna and how he chooses his victims, I do think Mm -hmm. that Will was chosen because like for that reason because you know he he did have a lot of trauma and stuff and i do think not just really not just that but if you look at it will and little henry krill which is vecna um you know when they were children one and the same you know the odd ones out mr misunderstood you know but I think that Vecna chose him to sort of plant that seed and get a spy into our world, the natural world, so that he can do what he's doing now. Um, that's why he, the Nimrogorgon never killed Will. Uh, when Will p- was possessed by the Mind Flayer, like Will even said, like, he doesn't want to kill me, he wants to, but he wants to kill everybody else. And so at the end of season one, when Hopper and Joyce rescue Will, that's why the tendrils down his neck. And that is why that slug was there, which eventually became dark so that Vecna could have eyes in reality. And I think because, you know, that upside down tendril was inside of Will, like that's the connection. Um, yeah. it planted, I guess, planted something within him. Uh, and as long as Vecna is activated and Wills and Hawkins, he's still going to have that connection, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think that's, at the end of the day, that's all that connection's going to be. I don't. I don't really think that Will has powers like Eleven does. Um, mm-hmm. I think, as we've seen, again, as we've seen in Season 4, what Will is doing in Season 2, when he's possessed by the Mind Flayer, is because Henry Creel or Vecna is pulling those strings. And is, through his power, is allowing Will to um, have these visions and and be able to find the locations and stuff. It's not because of Will himself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. In my opinion, the biggest villain in the whole show is whoever's cutting Will's hair. He needs to update his hairstyle a little bit. <laughs> Joyce. <sometimes>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it would be her cutting it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this poor kid's had a bull cut the entire series. I know. Like, just give him a bus cut and just call it a day. Like, don't don't do this. Just don't. He deserves better than yeah. that bull cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I I agree with you. I don't think he's going to be, like, the next super-powered child running around. Um, but, I mean, I, I do think he's important in some capacity. I think he will play, like, a very critical role in in stopping whatever happens. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think I he's think... going to have... I, like I, I think uh in all reality it's going to be like he was in season three he just might get a little bit more screen time and because now we know that mm. he is gay like maybe more of that will you know psychologically play into things you know in Vecna's perspective um but uh I just hope that when Will feels the tingling on the back of his neck, he actually tells somebody right then and not 
after the fact. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, guys, uh, he's here. And like, yeah, no shit, he just tore down this mall. <laughs> like, thanks. Thanks, Will. Yeah, interesting to see. I'm also curious to see if uh, the the people uh, Eleven was hanging out with in was it season two, I think. Uh, yeah. Her name Kali, I think. She also she was the one that was able to like create fake uh, like images in people's minds. She mm-hmm. caused she made the office the police officer following them uh, think that the I guess it was like an overpass or like a tunnel uh, like mm-hmm. collapse when in reality it didn't. Like I'm wondering if that's ever going to come back into play. Because it seems kind of weird to create that strand of characters and then not reintroduce them at any point in time. Yeah, I agree. Um, in hindsight, I would say, like, they need her. Because Eleven, hmm. you know, is the only one that has powers to defeat Vecna and the Upside Down. But yeah. I don't, I don't really know because we haven't seen number eight since season two, we don't really know if she has changed her outlook on life uh, and has has quit her vigilante job. Um, I think that would be important because, you know, what they were, I think this season they're trying to show was, you know, Eleven is very powerful, but, you know, she's used her powers for good, whereas, you know, Mm -hmm. Vecna also very powerful but he's used his for evil and Callie in season two or number eight you know she was going around using hers to go around to take vengeance on people from the lab and that's why Eleven left and came back home because her friends were in trouble and she you know knew that she could be out there back home doing something useful with her powers instead of just going around killing people for no reason. And Hmm. so it'll be interesting to see if they bring eight back and how. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it seems strange to like put that thread out there and then never reference it again. I think they made like a couple of like offhand remarks regarding her in -hmm. season four, but they don't show her in the lab during 11's flashbacks or anything like that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It, it just it's odd that they don't reference that again. Um, uh, that was a weird thing that I, I remember being brought up, and it was just a, an odd episode and a weird time that I remember that in particular, like that episode being kind of out of left field to an extent mm-hmm. and feeling out of place, at least at that point in this in the season. Because I think the episode I don't remember what the what episode numbers they are, but like the episode before that is Hopper and them fighting like a bunch of the Demogorgons coming out of the pit. And then the next episode is like 11 and Callie and eight, like eight them doing their whole thing. And then the next episode picks up right where the episode left off with Hopper and the Demogorgon. And it just felt like it was an episode just shoved right in between two connected episodes. It just kind of felt out of yeah. place to me. I don't know. Yeah, totally. it, it might, like I said, it might've fit in better at another point in the season. But it just felt like really weirdly timed, considering the way the previous episode ended and the following episode began. Then it was just a really weird juxtaposition. Um, where what else did I have here? The uh, oh yeah, Dimitri and Yuri. I think they're just kind of like disappeared at the end of uh, season four. Yeah, I don't know if we know what happens with them because they drop like hopper and joyce are back back in town and they're just i don't know if they're even mentioned at the end like what where they went uh you'd have to think something would have to come with them since uh they're more integral in season four um and then yeah i guess the next major one would be like will and mike like what happens between them yeah no uh, so there has to be some sort of re- resolution in there. Yeah, I hope there is. Um, I mean, I, you know, the way they kind of have it set up, it's like, you know, how do they, how do they get this addressed and addressed properly? 
I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's obvious that Will uh, loves Mike, but it's not a, it's a very it's required to the same love. Extent. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, Mike has romantic feelings for Eleven. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I mean, that is basically Will's plight. Like, he knows that, and he loves both of them enough to not ruin that. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, I think everything's going to be just so apocalyptic next season <laughs> that <laughs> it might not matter <laughs> that much. Yeah. Um but I don't know. I think it's something um, that'll be addressed, but I don't know that it's gonna be like a I don't know how much of a pivotal role it'll play in the overarching story of the season. Yeah, I don't either. Um something that like I said I touched on it earlier that might be a bit more of a like a main talking point is how the townsfolk react to like the Hellfire Club mm-hmm. and Eddie Munson. What are your what are your thoughts? What do you think is gonna happen with regard to that the townsfolk reacting to him still being missing and uh the hellfire club in general are they still going to be uh more aggressive towards the kids that are involved with that or do you think they're going to be focused more more on the huge problem facing them at the current time (laughs) now i think uh a few of um the townsfolk i think specifically Jason's little, you know, basketball game will be after Lucas, Mike, and Dustin um, because it's not resolved in the season four. I mean, I know that Jason died, but they still have the list and the names I can't and remember. pictures does, of them. Does he fall down into the crevasse that opens up as well? Uh, I, can, I, I can't remember what happened. I know he gets like cut in half by it opening yeah. up. But I, I couldn't remember. Like just, if he if they don't know where he's at, that could be another like thing that they bring up too. Yeah. So I think uh he was just an unfortunate uh victim of yeah. wrong place, wrong time. Uh because when the split happens in the Creole house, um so yeah, I would hate to go up there and find him. Um Yeah, I couldn't remember if he like fell down into the the split or not. Because nah, if he I did, think, then he's just missing. But I couldn't remember if he was just laying yeah. there or not. Yeah, I think he, he's just laying there. And when the, the oh, okay. split happens, and it happened very fast. and mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't quite remember in that regard. Yeah, you're, I think you're definitely right. They, you know, his his crew is still going to be kind of up in arms over him, riling yeah. the townsfolk up, especially with how everything is continuing to go. But what will be interesting, though, is to see well, not only what Hawkins looks like next season, because you know mm-hmm. that it was taken over really fast in <laughs> the season yeah. four, like faster than I expected. So it'll be interesting to see what the townsfolk make of this, because yeah. I think just the look on Karen Wheeler's face alone after Holly's like, Oh, look, mommy, it's snowing. And you know, Karen has this knowing look like, yeah, well, it's like April yeah. and it's not supposed to be snowing. And that doesn't look really like snow to me. And you can tell like, she yeah. is kind of like something's really, this is really weird. And that just after this days, after this earthquake, um, so I do think there will be, uh, somewhat of an awareness amongst the citizens of Hawkins, but, uh, I think unfortunately a lot of them, you know, it's going to be really bad for them because they're not, I don't think they're going to take it really seriously. Yeah. I'm curious as to like how quickly they jump into things next season. Yeah. Like, is just all hell going to break loose immediately or are they going to like, try and like is it going to be more slower and gradual where the townsfolk are trying to figure out what's actually happening and it's not immediately like demogorgons popping out or whatever like i'm curious is like how how fast it ramps up I'm not it'll be interesting to see that 
what do you what do you what do you think is gonna happen is it gonna be immediate or is it gonna be more gradual like poking around trying to figure out what's actually happening well the duffer brothers have said that we're gonna open like 100 miles per hour like they're not oh, I did not. you know like okay you know they said like this season there was a lot of setup in the first couple episodes mm-hmm. like relationships and stuff and they're like you know we've already got that taken care of in season four so we're not going to be doing that initially that in mm-hmm. season five so i think like 11 and company they'll probably immediately uh either go back to hopper's cabin you know formulate some kind of plan or they're gonna go to the ground zero if you will of it or something um that's that's would be that would be my guess um but it's really up in there at this point i have no no idea uh how episode one will start i have no idea um i would like it pretty jarring like it just right into the thick of it i would like to start off with us seeing like Vecna, like after he escaped after you know some Molotov cocktails and shotgun blasts, you know, to his body. Mm-hmm. Like I would love for us to pick up with him because we didn't see him after that um, before the season yeah. ended, and to see you know kind of what he is up to. But mm-hmm. I don't know if we will that soon. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> there are things <laughs> I would like to happen, see. but I don't know yeah. if they will. <laughs> interesting to see that. We also have, uh, like Max, uh, where the, the season ends with her, like not being in her own mind, essentially mm-hmm. like 11 goes to, to try and figure out what's going on with her. And it's just, there's just nothing going on. I'll be curious to see one how they resolve that, and two how quickly they resolve it. I mean, mm-hmm. either way, I think like all of her arms and legs are broken, and like she's going to be out of commission the whole season. You'd think. Or, yeah. I don't know. Um, she's definitely going to have some permanent damage. Um, I mean, the Duffer Brothers have said, you know, we're going to find out what's wrong with her, you know, where her consciousness mm-hmm. is, and. They did say, you know, she's, they kept her alive for a reason. And so, like we were talking about a little while ago, about them doing a little time jump, you know, a few months. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, what if it's like the time jump, a few months is, that's when Max wakes up and they get kind of called back to everything because she's woken up, um, which to me would be very it style. Um, because you know, when it, you know, reawakens, it calls them all back to dairy. And I think Max potentially waking up could be calling, could be that call back for them because obviously They would want to know. They would want to talk to her and be mm-hmm. like, you know, where have you been? <laughs> you know? And uh, I've seen the theories out there that she could be a vessel for Vecna. And so it'd be very interesting to see if he really, mm-hmm. if she is with him in his mind, if he does use her in that way. I personally think the Max in season four was kind of the will of season one in that he really wanted max like he could have he could have picked anybody for the fourth victim but he was dead set on her and Mm -hmm. he didn't he wasn't going to let her go and i think just like with will in season one like he chose will so and you know with will in season two what happened with him so i do think there is good possibility of that 
being similar with Max because they do love their parallels uh, in the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think Max's situation is what I'm most looking forward to next season because it's it's very per- perplexing to me. Um, mm. Yeah. Do you think we'll get more of uh, running up that hill, playing in the in the show? <laughs> I I would love that. I really would. Um, <laughs> but I also would love to hear everybody wants to rule the world or in the night in, mm. in the air tonight by Phil Collins. Um, yeah. but you know, they, they don't really like to just use music like that just for the sake of using it. Cause it's popular. They kind of want, mm. you know, a narrative flow, but I would, I would love to hear running up the hill again. Wouldn't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't be surprised if they used another, uh, sort of popular 80s hit but then i what i don't remember what year they leave off at at the end of season four um 1986 i believe is it okay okay so yeah at all oh yeah 1986 okay so yeah they probably won't make it to the 90s i imagine during the course of the show unless they do like a time jump yeah the end or something yeah probably not this I think this is strictly an 80s show yeah yeah uh the uh oh this is another note i had written down here was uh the fact that uh like steve nancy and robin are being like choked out for like 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> near the end of the show they keep cutting back to them choking and it's like everything else going on yeah. like yeah they're like uh yeah olympic level uh like athletes holding their breaths <laughs> i know like that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's that. Um, I was trying to see what other plot point. I have a notepad here. I put it down on, on my computer. Uh, yeah, will the military come back into play a lot more with this or not? Um, I don't know. We really saw a whole lot of them in season four. Oh, this is a lieutenant colonel. Oh, that's right. They kill the runner. Dan, they shoot him a bit. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, and then Eddie. I don't know. If, I don't know. If we're really gonna get a whole lot more from Eddie in season five at all, if at all. His story's kind of uh, played its role. Yeah, they if we do, it would be a flashback or something like what they did with yeah, Bob I, in season three. It's not. Mm, yeah. It's the, the Eddie theories, Eddie, like Eddie season five theories are just ridiculous, man. Yeah. They just, those are probably my least favorite fan theories. I don't even read them. It kind of takes away from his them. story arc if they bring him back to life. Yeah. Like it would he did be. this thing where instead of being a coward, he gets up and he does this thing to protect everyone and, and help them out Yeah, to bring him back. This is like, Oh, okay. So yeah, it and, kind of undoes what he, he did. Yeah, and like you know, after Hopper died in season three, mm-hmm. I mean, all you heard between season three and season four was, you know, we don't want any more fake deaths. You know, we're tired of them always yeah. faking people's deaths, and then when they actually kill somebody off that people like, like with Eddie, <laughs> we want him to come back. He it was not fair. You know, he deserved more. He's gonna be a vampire. Like what? Like you, <laughs> you uh, complain I've that for, one. That's a bit of a stretch. Because <laughs> they, some believe that Eddie is Kaz, the vampire from D and D, which was Vecna's like hmm. right hand man. And yeah. no, that's eleven. <laughs> like, did episode seven not happen or? Did, did you not pick up on that? Because, like, you know, Kaz betrays Vecna. Eleven betrayed one Vecna in season four. Like, yeah. Eddie, Eddie has no connection to Vecna. And just because he died in the Upside Down doesn't really mean anything because so did Barb. And, yeah. you know, Vecna didn't use her. Uh, 
you didn't bring her out from the upside down. Just, I just, that's why, like, on, on the ham radio podcast, like, we don't, we don't talk about Eddie's death or him, any theories on Eddie coming back. Uh, the only time, you know, I try to mention Eddie is if it's pertaining to season four. Because I just, I just don't want to get into all that, you know? Like, fans So when Eddie does fun. come back as a vampire, what are you going to talk about on your show? <laughs> that would be I mean, look, I'll eat the crow. Insane. Like, I don't care. Like, but I try to keep my expectations as low as possible so that I'm not disappointed. Because... Like, I was going to say, I don't, not that I don't have expectations. I expect it to be a well-crafted show. But I'm going to it thinking like, oh, this. I hope this happens. Oh, I bet, I bet this is gonna happen. It's just like, let's see what happens. It's just, yeah, I don't know. that's just how my approach is to most things. Like fan theories can be the best. They really can. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very interesting. I love to read fan theories, but yeah, it's like I have outlandish theories of my own, but mm-hmm. I don't get so caught up in them that. It's one thing to just theorize about what's going to happen, but then yeah. I feel like some people get into these where it's like, oh, I think this could happen. Like, Eddie could do this. He could come back. Like, another character could do this. And then they take that, and then they sit there, and they get all excited about the possibility. And when it doesn't happen, they get disappointed, even though what they were talking about was, like, very incredibly unlikely to begin with. Yeah, And they get themselves exactly. hyped up on a false premise. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, if they actually did put your theory into the show and did that, it would make like probably no sense because you'd be essentially remaking a show and not going mm-hmm. on the trajectory of what they want to do. So, yeah. Yeah. There was a, I forget what the movie was. There were a couple of my friends uh, were talking about it the other day when they were here and uh, it was some movie where they ended up cutting a number of scenes but they didn't adjust the dialogue for later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I figured like some character like lost like a, like a, an important item to them. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a, like a locket or something. And uh, later on in the film, they're like, ah, I'm sorry. We couldn't get your locket back. And it's like, what, what, what are you talking about? Like the, that scene never happened. So nobody knows what the locket is that they're talking about. <laughs> and so nobody knows why it was lost. Like it, it, it doesn't make sense because they've cut scenes but not adjusted the dialogue for it later on in the film. And uh, that could happen with Stranger Things if they try and retcon some things or bring characters back in and things like that yeah. based on what people want to happen. <laughs> I don't know. So before we, we're getting near the end here, what are your, do you have anything uh, you're looking forward to with season five? Anything you'd theorize or want to happen? Things like that. Not that it will, since we just went over the <laughs> people going on crazy tangents and theories. Yeah, you know. Like, what are you looking forward to? For well, this five? is gonna this is gonna sound really strange, but it's a show called Stranger Things. Yes. Let's, uh... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to seeing what like Hawkins just actually looks like in this apocalyptic world. Now that the upside down is mm-hmm. merged. I just really yeah. want to see, you know, what all Vecna, you know, has in store. And I know that sounds really bad, uh, because to mm-hmm. me, like that just makes for a better end fight. Uh, is when yeah. the heroes look like they all hope is lost, and then next thing you know, Bing Bang Boom, they win. And I mean, I just mm-hmm. I want them all to have a happy ending like that. Like I want the ending of this show to make me like cry not only because it's the ending but because it, they ended it in such you know a beautiful way if that makes sense um yeah i mean i'm looking forward to you know max's storyline um you know i'm looking really look forward to i want mike just to do something this season like you know he's kind of taking they a back really sidelined season four yeah. yeah i i really want to see him you know take charge be leader of the party like he was in season one and have him and Eleven work together, you know, not him be her crutch and vice versa. Um, yeah. 
I'll be interested in see too because you know, uh, you know, Dr. Brenner told Eleven this season, you know, you're not ready to take on Fecna, and in a way, he was right. Like she wasn't. We saw that. So it'll be interesting to see what she, the processes she goes through to make herself ready. Uh, what sort of training or something she does. Mm-hmm. Um, between now and and whenever she and Vecna get to face off once more, uh, I'm looking forward to finding out why the Upside Down is stuck in 1983, um, why it looks like Hawkins. Um, I'm really also looking forward to getting more of Henry Creel slash Vecna's backstory. The Divers have said we're going to get that. Um, because I, I really want to know what his mother did that was so terrible. Like I want to know how she knew Brenner and all that, and how that she comes to play. She created cut. She's the real villain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I want to see what happened. All happened with Henry from the time Brenner took him to the lab until the up to the moment of the massacre. You know what? You know all those things that led up to that moment. Uh. I think those are the biggest things I'm I'm really looking forward to. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I I think mine is just I want there to be stakes. Not that again, mm-hmm. not that I need every character to die or anything like that. I just want there to feel like a sense of tension mm-hmm. as opposed to main characters surviving for 10 minutes while being strangled. Uh, you know, some some like weird plot armor if, in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Like if they escape and it makes sense, that's fine. Like I know, like in season one, Will survives the Demogorgon or whatever. He he runs to the. I want them to make smart decisions. I want it to make sense that they survive. You know, not just because of plot armor. Like season one, he runs. He grabs a shotgun out of the the shed or whatever. I think it was a shotgun. Uh, he grabs a gun out of the shed. Like he he makes all of the right decisions mm-hmm. in order to survive, and so it makes sense. It's like okay, he's resourceful, he's intelligent, he's he's making the right calls. I I'm fine with that. The the issue I have at times, like I said, like when they're being strangled for ten minutes, I'm like it's just plot armor. They don't they're not being resourceful and thinking their way out of a situation. It's just it just happens just to happen, uh, and that's that's what frustrates me with shows sometimes. And I just want the ending of the show to be rewarding. Like I want it to be like all right, the you know the characters have earned this. Uh, good yeah. or bad, you know. I, I just I want it to feel earned in some yeah. aspect, as opposed to it just wrapping up tidily, just because that's how it happens. Yeah, it's um, like like the the best parts to me uh, in season four were uh, you know the last ten to fifteen minutes when um, you know Will gets the tingling on the back of his neck. We get the Stranger Things mm-hmm. theme, a little remix there going. And we see the Upside Down is taking over. You know, all this after we saw Max, you know, get broken, which I was yeah. like, wow, did not expect them to do that. And I was like, I cannot believe they did that. And so, you know, I was just watching all the ash fall from the sky. I was like, wow, you know, they really lost this time. You know, they, it really is going to get really bad. This is not a normal ending to a Stranger Things season. Usually it's all yeah. good. You know, they've been victorious. But now I think, I think that was really good, you know, them showing, hey, we, we are raising the stakes and it's mm-hmm. probably only going to get worse from here and before it gets better. Yeah. Even in season three, like it, because like season one ends and season two ends, she saves the day again. Season three ends, they they defeat the whatever that thing was. Uh, like Hopper disappears and Max's, I forget Max's brother's name. Um, but yeah, he dies, but it's like, it's like you can kind of see that coming. And then Hopper's like disappears, but they immediately show that he's in a prison cell. Mm-hmm. in russia i think that's that was post i think it was post credits right it wasn't like before the credits um no it was post credits but like okay yeah and it's like okay so like 
you know, her brother dies or whatever, but like, again, it was, I didn't feel like there were really high stakes because everyone makes it out relatively unscathed for the most part. And it kind of wrapped itself up neatly to an extent. Mm -hmm. Um, like season four, like he said, like Hawkins is being torn apart literally. And, you know, Max is in dire straits, you know, Eddie's Mm -hmm. obviously dead. It's like there. It does feel like they actually are adding stakes to the show now, uh, and that there's actually is like an existential threat, as mm-hmm. opposed to like a neat. Here's the villain for this season. They're going to be gone by the end of it, like that sort of thing. Like I like this overarching Vecna plot they have now, the yeah. mind flare and everything, where it's not just a here's the villain, and we beat him and it's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it. It has some weight to it, some gravitas. So. That's I don't know. That's that's kind of where I'm at. As long as it's if as long as it feels like the ending is earned, I'll, I'll probably be happy with it. Yeah. So I agree. Awesome. Awesome. Wait, wait, we're a little over an hour here. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrapped up? Uh, no. I think, I think we've covered just about everything awesome. going into this. I wanted to talk about. Sounds good. Um, and then before we go, why don't you tell people where they can find your show? And links will be in the description, obviously. Everyone can click through. Yeah, uh, we're on Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you get uh, get your podcasts. Um, and you can find us on Twitter at handthrough, uh, Instagram at ham.radiomedia. And we also have a YouTube channel. It's Ham Radio Media. We mostly do like Stranger Things edits and all that good stuff on there. Uh, and you can yeah. also send us an email at hamradiomedia uh, at gmail.com. Nice. Awesome. And you can you guys can check out deadjustproductions.live as always for all of our stuff, all of our content. Links are all on the website and in the description. Thank you so much for coming on, actually. I appreciate it. Had a great time. Hope you, yeah. hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Uh, love, uh, loved hanging out with you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming on so much. Uh, we don't have a lot of stranger things talk on the show. My co-hosts have never, I don't know if my co-hosts even watched the show, if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have very different tastes in television. Mm-hmm. Like my girlfriend and I will watch like stranger things and like Netflix shows. Like we're obviously we're watching like the game of Thrones and, uh, or house of the dragon and, uh, rings of power and stuff. And then my co-hosts are like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and watch like UFC and football. <laughs> it's like, okay. Vastly different. I'm more of a soccer guy myself. So it's, it's, it's completely off across the board. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for going on. I had a great time chatting about it. We'll yeah, see so where, We'll see where season five takes us. We'll chat it up once the show's out again, maybe. Get yeah. you back on. We'll, yeah. we'll see how our on. theories matched up with what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Love to be, uh, love to be back on. Do that. Awesome. Yeah, we'll chat about Eddie becoming a vampire because I'm sure that's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about Will getting his hair cut, and uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm waiting back. to see if they give. Yeah, I'm waiting to see if they come up with a weird name for the ash falling from the sky. If they call it like warm snow or something like that, <laughs> like they seem to give uh, all the other names. Yeah. The now memories one actually did bother me to an extent. I was like. Surely these kids know what visions are and what they're yeah. called. But it, kind it's of a small little plot point. <laughs> but oh, <clears throat> thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go check out every, all the links in the description. It's been episode 140 of the Dead Jess Productions podcast. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.